mid-60s. Now, tomorrow afternoon, sunshine returns to the afternoon high of about the lower to mid-80s. Looks like it's going to be a few clouds to mix in with the arrival and passage of a cool front Thursday night, Friday, and maybe squeezing on a stray shower. The chance stays low. Friday, pretty quickly, though, breezes increase, the sun comes back, and it's much cooler with the afternoon high going only to the mid-70s. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. Industry of Faith Louisiana is holding its job fair and tailgate cook-off. Company representatives will be on hand with applications and interviewing for many different jobs, including industrial electricians, electrical technicians, welders, carpenters, truck drivers, pipe fitters, and many more. Thursday, October 15th, 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. at the River Parishes Community College Technical Training Center, Gonzales. Vendors in the oil and gas market are welcome to participate. To register, click Industry of Faith LA. Boy, I can think of a better number than that than da or da. But this is Tom Fitzmorris with the food show right here in the middle of a day that I hear is going to get a little colder next week. But that's two, you know, that's, that's a week from now, so to heck with it. In the meantime, here we are in uh, ready to go and uh, with. Ways the food show. To, oh, the food show, yeah, it's something like that. <laughs> and you uh, and you get your hands on these things, and you uh, discover all the great cooking that's out there. There's much more of it than the average person knows. And they're uh, very open to your coming on in and trying new ingredients and, and all the rest of it. And on the other side of this, if you get some great dish put together for you or you did it yourself, We'd love to have our program exempt, ex, ex, accelerated, that's really what I was looking for, uh, put together and uh, to press it over to you and see what you come up with. Uh, I heard, want to hear about all the time, in fact. Our telephone number is, uh-oh, this is where... 556-9696. If you would like to talk to us about food, we're here to do that with you. We'd love to talk to you about food. That's all we do, 32 years. Yeah, 32 me. years and going. Moving uh, on. Two years for me, or almost two years for me. Give me those numbers again. I don't know why uh, I can't seem to have those. Really, numbers. Tom? 556-9696. Five, five, six, nine, six, nine, six. Five, nine, six, yeah, at a certain point, I think six, you just six. should say, you know what, I'm going to let that one go. Yeah. It is Emerald Lagasse's birthday today, born in 1959. Is it? Mm -hmm. Yep. That's, uh, he is, uh, uh, what's his main job right now? He, is, he owns... Uh, a lot. A, a lot, and he, and he goes Actually, under... not so much anymore. I don't really know what his Martha Stewart he's, uh, he's, deal was, but it seemed to me that it was pretty massive for him in terms of uh, leaving him, I think, maybe just a couple of restaurants, although I'm, I could be wrong yeah. by that. Uh, but anyway, if you are a fan of Emeralds, what is your favorite Emeralds restaurant? He has gone through some transition in COVID world, and uh, and I don't know if I'm not really sure about what's happening with Nola, and um, that was a good place. And Delmonico is. is gone, and I know he's got the one still in Las Vegas and other places but um i think in orlando too but anyway if you are a fan of emeralds and you have an emerald uh deliciousness story let's uh let's talk about it today because well, it's his birthday so one happy, thing i really happy birthday oh, to him hmm? excuse me i'm sorry i stamped in no on go ahead head. what uh it, if i just take my 
a little plastic bag that you were uh, checking out too. Uh, there's uh, something about uh, Emerald. And let, give it's me his a, birthday. It's, it's Emerald's it's birthday, birthday today, and there's the famous quote, Emerald is a gem. Oh, I, I, ju I just remembered. Which Ella Brennan said early in his career, I remember him when, I remember when Emerald was just the chef of Commander's Palace. Yeah. When he was well, just he, the he chef had a great, uh, of Commander's yeah. Palace. And well, he definitely he, had a thing. It didn't surprise me at all that he went national. And, and here's one for you. Uh, he's at the bottom of my cookbook. He my, did, my he did do an intro for your, or whatever they call those things on the back of a book, um, or a little blur, a blurb for you for your cookbook. It's that, wor that word starting with a, with a B. <laughs> blurb, that's what I just said. Blurb, yeah. said, that's not it. But, but you said, I, by the time he'd been discovered by the media as an extraordinarily likable and engaging presence on television, yeah. uh, he had starred with a show called How to Boil Water on the Food Network, but mm -hmm. it was clear that he could do much more than just a basic cooking show. Oh, he became the network's busy, biggest star. The recent cancellation, well, it's not really all that recent, of um, his, he's kind of like faded out of, you know that, as in everything, it's all about the youth. So Emerald was one of Isn't the it? first, yeah, one of the first of the Food Network star classes and a lot of those have um sort of been phased out notable exception of bobby flay anyway uh happy birthday to emerald five five six nine six nine six we have nicole dorgnack coming up today to give us a report on well i'll give you just a little tease it's about plastic bags and various other things as we have had her do throughout the new world of COVID, uh, she has been keeping us abreast of things that are there and then not there and are coming back, et cetera, et cetera, as has to do with the grocery business. If there's one thing that made a mark on me personally in COVID world, it's how we really, really um, take for granted grocery shopping in this country and that we can't always do that anymore because sometimes you go for something and it's not there as it has always been. I was moved to ask her to come on the show because I would go to a store looking for something and it would be three or four stores later and I would give up. And so she has been investigating these occurrences I mean, I didn't know until last week that there was currently a worldwide coconut shortage. You know, we were talking about that over lunch. Or no, last it, night. We were talking about last night. It was last, last night. night, right? Yeah. I knew it was. We went uh, to a party. Uh-huh. And it came up having uh, from the show. Yeah. And it was, it was, because there was a coconut cake on the table. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about the, um, and someone else brought up that there was a worldwide coconut shortage. And I said, that's something they learned from Nicole. Anyway, so she'll be here at three o'clock to talk to us about what's happening in uh, grocery food world. And uh, we're going to do our throwdown. Today's subject is dobe. A typically New Orleans dish. But and I have something to tell both of my throwdown partners um, because it's, it's having to do with codfish balls. 
If you would like to talk to us, we're here, 556-9696, today in 1662, Tom. Mm. Asser Levy was licensed as a butcher in the town of New Amsterdam, which later became New York. He was the first person to sell kosher meats in the American colonies. Well, they certainly do know it now. That's a very big what, deal. What, kosher meats? Oh, yeah, sure. Okay, so there's... Okay, I. what's the difference in kosher and halal? Halal uh, is... I'm not going to give you an answer to that because I don't know exactly right. Well, I think, I mean, halal is Islamic regulations yeah. and um, kosher is Jewish regulations, but I wonder if they are the same. They wind up to a great extent being that way, that, that they are very similar in lots and lots of ways, but you can also say, well, this one is right next with the, with the, uh, the kind of... Uh, if anybody Cert knows the answer to that, yeah, give I, us a call. We, I would like to know. Yeah, but uh, they're both very uh, 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 popular well, they're, and always They're happy. very heavily regulated. I mean, it's, it's definitely... And they're good for you, too. There's a lot of rules yeah. applying to them, for sure. Today is National Roast Pheasant Day. When was the last time anyone had a, a roast pheasant? <laughs> <laughs> a what? Roast pheasant. Roast pheasant. So we were talking about this yesterday. No, we weren't. We weren't doing it here. Oh, <laughs> okay. We were hit uh, like about a few blocks away. Pheasants are a prized quarry for the hunter. The picture of a golden retriever with a pheasant in his mouth has been painted more than once. It's a friend. If a friend comes home with a pheasant for you, you're in luck. If not, you may be able to find a farm-raised pheasant in a store or a restaurant. Wild game is illegal in both. The farm-raised bird will probably be better because it's younger. Pheasants were dismissed decades ago by a lot of diners and restaurants as pretentious foolishness. Hmm. Pheasant under glass, for example. But it's a wonderful bird. Its meat is almost entirely white, and it has a magnificent, rich flavor. I don't know that I've ever had pheasant. Were you saying a minute ago about the, these little birds that are left like chickens? Well, Did I pheasant hear you is say bigger that? than that. Isn't a pheasant a pretty big bird? It seems uh, to me that it's a pretty <clears throat> big They come in a, a bunch of different sizes. Or bigger. I, I've seen a, a Cornish hen. Yeah. And deep fry it, which would no, seem No, we were like, talking about that last night, yesterday. We were oh, talking well. about fry, I was I was positing that I should batter up a chicken and fry it whole, which had Sounds horrible. A, an exclusively negative response. Everyone well, thought that was a we'll terrible idea. To, we'll have to get this together because I've done this on a number of occasions, especially like Thanksgiving. I've used it for Thanksgiving. I take You smoke the, a turkey for Thanksgiving. I don't smoke them, but I have... Here's the, uh, all of the, the chicken. They're basically chickens. That's not, not far from it. And season the outside, put everything else in it, plop into the frying pan, and came out nice and brown. And it was like eating fried chicken, but it wasn't these tiny little, they were just great. Do you remember how long it took you, Tom, to actually back down on your adamant refusal to... Uh, Rack fusel. I no, have to your, your refusal, him. your adamant refusal 
to cook a turkey the traditional way. Gosh, we have to take a break. It is time for uh, some messages from our sponsors, 556-9696. Parish Coffee is a small batch, handcrafted blend of carefully selected Central and South American beans, skillfully roasted to produce a coffee that is aromatic when you open the bag, robust when it's brewed, and very smooth and mellow when you drink it. This is a coffee that will take you through the day, a gourmet roast without the gourmet price. Pick up a bag where you shop or go to parishcoffee.com and see the full line. Parish Coffee. Hashtag wake up to parish. The New Orleans Ice Cream Company offers a true taste of New Orleans in every bite. This is ultra-premium ice cream whose flavors are inspired by everything we love to eat in New Orleans. Twelve specialty flavors like Café au lait and beignets, Bananas Foster, Creole Cream Cheese, Punchatula Strawberry, Coffee and Chicory, and Chocolate City. Remember that? Don't miss the Po' Boy Ice Cream Sandwich, New Orleans Ice Cream, at stores all around town. See all our products at NewOrleansIceCream.com. Tony Mandina's roots go back to Salaparuta, Sicily. His father left in 1924, but those connections are still powerful. The restaurant uses extra virgin olive oil and wines made at Villa Mandina in the ancestral home. Tony's restaurant started in 1982 with 14 tables and has grown to seat 180 with his daughters and granddaughter running it now. Now, this West Bank favorite still serves their delicious Sicilian New Orleans menu in a place that feels like home and pick up some of their famous red gravies sold in groceries all over town. Tony Mandina's, 1915 Pratt Street, Gretna, 362-2010. I'll take Manhattan, the Bronx, and Staten Island, too. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. All right. And, we have Michael 75 on the line. Let's talk to him. Hmm. Hi, Michael. Hey, good, Michael good afternoon. joins good us. Good afternoon. Hi there. Come on in. Hey, great. Uh, you're talking about uh, smoke. Two or three, uh, I'm, I'm holding up what? We I went, can't hear Michael. Go ahead. Can you, can you hear me? Now I yeah, can. I yeah, I can hear you. Mm-hmm. Just fine. Okay. Uh, my wife and I were in New York City last year. We went to Katz's Deli for the best smoked meats mm. I've ever had, the pastrami okay. and the uh, corned beef. So when the waiter, uh, my wife orders first, and when the waiter says, what do you want, guess what my line was? I'll have what she's having. A happy. <laughs> Why? <laughs> That's the most well, famous line in movie history. No, but Harry, I mean, when it, Harry met Sally. Oh, 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 that's it. I'm, oh, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. Okay, but I mean, you didn't, you didn't actually get what she had, right? I mean, you got, you got something no, different. No, no, it was, it was okay. a joke, okay. obviously. Okay. That was Meg Ryan's okay. famous orgasm yes. scene. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, secondly, um, uh, about 20 years ago, we were on a plane to Paris. Mm-hmm. Uh, we stopped in Atlanta, and the stewardess uh, at that time said, "I'm sorry, we've overbooked from Atlanta." We, we need to uh, give a special. If anybody wants to get off the plane, take a plane tomorrow, uh, we will give you $500 each. Mm-hmm. So I told my wife, we've got 42 days we're spending in Europe. We, we, let's give up a day for $1,000. <laughs> so uh, we volunteered. We go up to the front, and we're, we're ready to get to 1000 We're ready to be uh, plane. And uh, a second steward comes up and says, they can't do it. And I said, well, what's the problem? He said, this guy talking about me ordered a kosher meal on the plane. I, I ordered one just to see 
what it was like, okay, on the, on the flight over. And guess what? I said, what's the problem with that? They said the second guy probably doesn't want the kosher. You can't do it. So I lost $1,000 by a kosher meal. Michael, I have one thing to say about that. If you're spending 42 days in Europe, you don't need the $1,000. There you go. And, yeah, but and, no, look, you think if I see a, a 10 $100 bills on the floor, I'm not going to stoop and pick it up? Well, if you're going to see 10 $100 bills on the floor, of course you should stoop and pick it up. That's but what, that's what maybe somebody that. that did take the $1,000 really needed it more. Anyway, go ahead, Michael. What else? They, were, give, they were giving me back. Anyway, the best smoked meats in town, Jewish meats, uh, is at Stein's Deli. The, the um, pastrami's fabulous. The uh, what, What's the other one? Uh, corned beef. Get the extra fatty corned beef when you're there. Oh, I'm a big fan of animal fat. <laughs> I'll be the first to admit. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's the best. Uh, what was my, so my son takes me to a St. James Cheese Company uh, uh, mm -hmm. dinner they had. It was called an awful dinner, O-F-F-A-L. Yes. Right. All, the, all the internal meats. It was right. fabulous. Mm -hmm. He knew the chef, the lady chef at that time. And uh, it, it was great. All those internal, all that fat was. You can eat all of mine. Yes. Sorry? I said you can eat all of my offals. Yes. <laughs> yes. Boy, I so, uh, did love so it. The, so, exactly. Tom would love it. The, uh, <laughs> so, the, the best was the dessert. It was chocolate ice cream. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, it was the most delicious thing I ever tasted. Oh, that was it? There wasn't any, there wasn't any bizarre thing having to do with offal in it? That's life. Is Michael there? But, yeah. Say love me. Say love Okay. Mm -hmm. All righty, Michael. Thank you. It's, okay, uh, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad I horrified oh, oh. you for the day. Michael, 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 I checked on the red apple. It is not an offshoot of the one in Kenner, so I guess we'll have to make our way to Kenner. Hmm. Uh, yeah, but it might be it might be that. the same type of cooking. You ought to try the shrimp and lobster sauce. Okay, I'll see if they have it there. All right. Okay, y'all have a good day. Take care. You Thank too. you bye -bye. very much. It's five, five, the food six, show. Nine, six, nine, six. Do you think Michael has a goal to um, Marianne is here. to to uh, horrify me every day? <laughs> no, <that's laughs> I'm starting to nice. think he you might. Do you think do so, Henry? That. You're not supposed to. <laughs> All right, uh, five five six nine six nine six is the number if you want to talk to us. We're just talking about food. That's all we do. That's what Tom's been doing for thirty-two years. Well, that's a great way to eat. Still Get yourself at it, excited for about sure. your food. Okay, so last night we had this birthday party for uh, Tom's sisters. There are two of and them. There are three of them actually, but two of them have this um, brother. Have yeah. this sort of reverse of birthday. Like one is October 7th and the other is July 10th, you know? So they make a big deal out of that and they celebrate together. So mm -hmm. we went to the home of his niece. Yeah. Who lives in Metairie mm -hmm. near the Comeback Inn. And so she ordered muffaladas from the Comeback Inn, roast beef poor boys, fried pickles, and fried onion rings mm -hmm. yeah she's crazy about both of those things and even when we, she gets a roast beef poor boy she just lowers in maybe even layers in the the big big uh, uh, 
uh, pickles. Yeah. And slice, you know, yeah. flat. And, but uh, she goes over that and maybe sometimes just puts that on um, some of the Yeah. Beef. So I'm going to ask people if you like the comeback in. I, it's funny because when we were um, driving up, I saw the comeback in and I thought, you know, I, I don't know if I've ever had anything from the comeback in. I know it's been there a long time. It's a staple in that neighborhood. And I figured maybe they would have a good club sandwich. So I was tempted to actually pick up a club sandwich, but I didn't know what sort of party food would be there. So when they had the muffaladas and the, uh, the roast beef and all the other things that they had, I was glad that I didn't pick up the sandwich. But I am kind of curious about it. If you are a comeback in fan, what do you like there? And if you're not, I'm interested in hearing that too. And if they have a club sandwich, let me know if it's a good one, please. The muffalata, I thought, was pretty good. It was warm. It was, you know, the heated kind. And the cheese was melted, and Tom was distressed by that. But it was not a particularly oily when, you know, sometimes when muffaladas get heated, they get oily and soggy. There was a little bit of sogginess to it. But my overall thought about it was really salty. Tom, did you have any of the muffalata? Saltiness? Yeah, it was very salty, it, I some, thought. It, it varies a lot because that's coming from the, the seasoning, the olive, not, not olive so much. Salad, the olive salad? Yeah. Coming from the olive salad. And also from the meats, the, the salumis, you know, the, the mm -hmm. cold cuts, as they say in that neighborhood. Um, it was... Uh, it was salty. That was my overall registry of what it tasted like. The roast beef, poor boy, was your favorite kind of roast beef, Tom, on Italian mm. bread with the seeds. Always was. I thought that the meat was a little thick, but otherwise fine. Not particularly beefy. But the onion rings were good. I mean, they were, you know, they were wilted by the time we ate them. It was takeout. But they appeared to be, as a matter of fact, they were definitely fresh cut and seemed like they were really good. They got high marks from everyone eating them last night. And I didn't have any of the fried pickles. But um, it was pretty much what I would have expected from the comeback in. Mm -hmm. And I do want to maybe at some point, if I'm in that neighborhood, uh, pick up a club sandwich because I bet you it's probably pretty good. Anyway, it was, uh, it was, it was ordinary to better than ordinary or maybe just ordinary but mm -hmm. it was not bad it was not bad anybody have any thoughts on the comeback in we'd like to hear them five five six nine six nine six your edible dictionary word of the day today tom is grand paradis a mildly peppery spice from the tropical zones of western africa it grows in a pod on an herbaceous perennial plant Amomum melagera. The seeds are what's consumed. They're about twice the size of black peppercorns. They became popular in Europe in the 1400s when trade in black pepper and other spices was spiraling upward and anything that could add flavor was in demand. Grains of paradise are much milder than black pepper and have a bitter finishing flavor. It was a second choice if black pepper was unavailable or too expensive. Although it's still used in its native African range, it's almost disappeared from the spice market, despite the efforts of a few chefs 
who use it to puzzle their customers. Have you ever it, had that, Tom? Have you ever actually experienced that? Oh, sure. It, you find all the variants that you can take advantage of or even invent, invent something for yourself. Why not? I so, like doing that. So I'm going to ask, I'm going to put out a question here because I'm, I'm, I'm still reading, obsessively reading the um, Il Buco cookbook. And so if anyone has actually set foot in that restaurant, I would I love a report about it because it sounds like an absolutely magical, mystical place. And um, they focus a lot on, um, mm -hmm. on basic ingredients. As a matter of fact, the simpler the better, but it is stuff that is sourced from all over the world. And salt and pepper are two things. So I'm going to pose the question. Mm -hmm. If you had to choose between salt. I, look. Yes, believe me, I know about your shoes. Okay. I um, couldn't resist it. I'm if sorry. you had to choose between salt and pepper, mm -hmm. and you could only eat one for the rest of your life, yeah. <laughs> which of those two things do you consider to be more essential to your happiness than the other? Is this a dish or ingredients in particular? I'm not, I'm not talking about, I mean, salt, I think, is probably going to be the one because it's used for a lot of things other than, you know, I mean, like curing and stuff like that, mm -hmm. brining. But I'm talking about just to eat on your food, okay? Yeah. You personally, salt or pepper, okay? When food mm -hmm. comes to your table... Salt or pepper. Forget about its long-ranging things, consequences. Like, Oysters. Okay. <laughs> in, in any way, no matter how you do it. Five, six. You, you have them nine, up, you six, have them down. Nine, six. You see what I have to do here, folks? That's where uh, Bottom is. of the hour news time from the Louisiana Radio Network. Louisiana Radio Network. I'm Brooke Thorrington. A House committee approved a bill allowing the legislature to strike down parts of the governor's COVID-19 public health orders pertaining to limitations on in-person visitation at nursing homes. Prairieville Representative Tony Bacala brought the bill after speaking to frustrated constituents and the Alzheimer's Association. And they feel like people with Alzheimer's are dying early because of the lack of interaction with family members. They degrade quickly. So this is about lives saved, but perhaps lives lost. The New Orleans Saint football team is meeting with LSU officials to discuss the possibility of moving games to Tiger Stadium. The Superdome is limited with the number of fans it can hold during the pandemic because it is an indoor stadium. New Orleans Mayor LaToya Cantrell is supportive of the move. I think that that could be a great place uh, temporarily. Uh, it is an outdoor stadium. Uh, they are allowing fans in the stadium. The Saints played in Tiger Stadium in 2005 after Hurricane Katrina. LRN. We are Mueller. For nearly a hundred years, we've been known for our quality steel buildings and residential metal roofing. We're Mueller Strong. Our metal buildings and roofs help protect against Mother Nature. Commercial grade materials made by a company who treats you like a neighbor. Mueller buildings and roofs are made to last. We're open, so let's rebuild together. Reach us at 877-268-3553 or online at MuellerInc.com. We are Mueller Strong. We are Mueller. For nearly 100 years, we've been known for our quality steel buildings and residential metal roofing. We're Mueller Strong. Our metal buildings and roofs help protect against Mother Nature. Commercial-grade materials made by a company who treats you like a neighbor. 
Mueller buildings and roofs are made to last. We're open, so let's rebuild together. Reach us at 877-268-3553 or online at MuellerInc.com. We are Mueller Strong. Night and day, you are the one. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. I want to mention something. Um, I was told by the uh, owner of Brick Oven that people have been calling and asking if they yeah. are closing because the landlord is trying to lease the building behind them. And the sign is out front on uh, Williams Boulevard. And so uh, that is absolutely not the case. Brick Oven is solidly there and uh, very happily so and would love to invite you to come and dine there. Where was this? Um, The Brick Oven was getting a lot of calls because there's a for lease sign out in front of the property because the landlord is trying to lease a place in behind them. So we just wanted to mention that. They're coming back on with us on Monday, so I'm I'm going to be tagging the spot with that. But uh, just in the meantime, I just wanted to, to mention that. Ah, yeah. Okay. Good okay. to know. All yeah. right, five five six nine six nine six is the number. If you want to talk to us, we're here mm-hmm. to talk to you. We never did finish on pheasant. Tom, have you had pheasant? Tom. Yes. Have you had pheasant? Pheasants. Pheasant. pheasant. The bird. Yes. Pheasant. Where pheasant. have you had a bird pheasant? Uh, I've had them mostly at these dinners where. You have maybe five courses. Is this like one of those Shane de Rotisserie dinners? Yeah, basically that's what I like to Uh see in a in a uh, one of the gourmet fancy dinners. And the very last thing is always a something that is fired. I I say by a a chicken or a poultry of any kind. I I think that really makes the difference from a. An everyday place to a really special place without hardly doing anything. We're going to be talking to someone at the end of the month, a turkey farmer. Yeah. Because they they are, you know, it's like one of those artisan things. So if you are looking for an unusual, um, really cut cut above kind of thing for your turkey, um, that's going to be interesting. You know, just like mm-hmm. get the bird dressed and shipped to you straight from the farmers. It can be done. Five five six nine six nine six. I would love to try pheasant. I have not tried pheasant. Uh, I mean, or let's say if I did, I don't remember it. So maybe it didn't make that much of an impression on me. But um, it seems like a, a glamorous bird. Mm-hmm. What's the one that for Christmas? Roast goose. Roast goose. Uh, you know, that's on the tip of my tongue. Have you the, had the, roast goose, Tom? I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it tends to, well, you could kind of pick in a generic way and just know that. Is it that, good? Oh, yeah. Uh, that's something is like. Is it better than turkey? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Is it really? Yeah, in my opinion. It Are is. both of these birds, pheasant and uh, goose, better than turkey? Uh, depends on how good it is. Because I kind of like turkey. You, you, you love, I love turkey, I love turkey. Too. I think uh, turkey's great. But, uh, you know, there, there are other things besides just turkey. Do you like turkey better than chicken? No? No. Hmm. Well? I kind of do. I think I do like turkey better than chicken. 5569696, five, six, nine, six, nine, six, Dev Dining Rule number 871, the cost of silver duck presses. 
glass bells, gyridons for flaming and assembling dishes tableside, and other accoutrement of elaborate dining room service. I like will that be word, accoutrement. <laughs> if, yes. if I can pronounce it. I was it wondering how much. many tries it would take. Will be reflected more in the prices of wine and cocktails than mm -hmm. in those of the food. Well, that's good for me anyway. Yeah, you can really play around with the varying wine stores uh, when you have something like, let's say, deer. Uh, they have so this kind of outside, uh, old, off into the universe kind of a thing, uh, converge with these uh, poultries. So it's good that it's good that that I uh, don't drink. I guess then, if um, if the. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you could have uh, heard our little red beater just now. She said, is it? <laughs> no, well, it probably isn't, actually. What is life I'm sure to be a lot about? of people are wondering when I'm going to start. Mm -hmm. Food and wine and music today in 1977, the group UB40 released the first reggae song to make it to number one on the American pop charts, Red mm -hmm. Red Wine. That's a good I never choice. did like that song. I never did uh, like it at all. <laughs> it, it's a country song, pretty much. I don't much. think so. It's no, a reggae song. Yeah, go, your go, words go, to eat by today, Tom, are from none other than Miss Julia Child. It's probably a very bad imitation. The only time to eat diet food is while you're waiting for the steak to cook. Mm -hmm. There was a woman who exemplified the way you should approach food with total passion with no it. regard at all to how she wore it on her body oh and Tell uh, me more. and just just Im imbibing in happiness having to do with food and they say you know they say Lovely. there's a french thing the french eat whatever they want Mm -hmm. And they don't get fat, and I mean I don't know if it's the smoking, but um, but they don't really pay much attention to that, and they eat maybe foods that are richer and more satisfying. There's even a name for it. Does anybody know the name of that? It's like the French something, and it's about how Americans get fat eating and French don't. Mm -hmm. French don't. But, it, but Americans don't eat real food though. That's the problem. Oh, we don't eat it? real food at all. Yeah. I mean I was looking I'll at look that. I was looking at that cookbook that I'm obsessed with, Il Buco, and they were talking about each chapter had an item that they source from all over the world, and they were talking about the heirloom grains, the ancient grains for the wheat instead of the kind of wheat that we eat, and olive oil. I now want to get out my Tony Mandina olive oil and use it yeah, because you need it. it's pressed right there. I might give it to you for cooking because supposedly, according to them, and I find this very easy to believe, the olive oil that most Americans get at the supermarket is so substandard to what real olive oil tastes like that I now want to go in search of, of really good stuff. Did you find Which anything? kind of brings me to a commercial. Oh, yes. Well, well, it brings me to a commercial, which mm -hmm. is uh, I, we've had sort of fits and starts on these people coming on the air with us. But um, Norjo, 
Import. That's mm-hmm. the name of the company, Norjo Importing Company. It's over there on uh, Frisco. Metairie Road. Frisco, right there by the railroad tracks. It's a darling little place with things like I was just talking about. It's real olive oil and mm-hmm. real things that you get straight from a place like Italy. It's not very big. And you might want to call first or just go over there because it's an interesting, interesting place to just browse. They have, you know, things like bags of sesame seeds, which I was tempted to get because I want to do something with sesame seeds. They have their little little bakers that are baking specific Italian kinds of cookies. Uh, and I said, is this bricado? And you, it's not bricado. You can tell that you can see the difference right now. I mean, not that bricado is bad. I love bricado, but it's just different, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, there's a lot of cool stuff there. And we're going to really, really start focusing on the kinds of things that are in that place. They have um, uh, artichoke hearts but the hearts are tied to stems. So it's like the whole artichoke is basically skinned. And it's, it's such a superior product to the artichoke hearts that you see. But it's that kind of thing. It's like really, really elevated things that are imported directly from Italy. That's Norjo Imports at 505 Frisco Avenue. Give them a call at 833-9240. They close at 5.30, but they're open all day. And uh, just go in there and see. They also have the mm-hmm. best muffalata on the South Shore, for sure. And uh, something that they're, they've just, that's become almost as popular as the muffalata, the Lindy, which is like a meatball sub. If you haven't <laughs> been there lately, go see them. I've had people text me or email me saying, oh, I forgot all about that place. So don't forget about it, because it's a really cool place. Well, you found it. Yeah. And uh, they, they have a long heritage over there. Uh, well, you go back have... a long way with them, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a, it's, a very, it's a very cool, really Italian, well, imports. That's, that's mm-hmm. the perfect name for it. That's and, what and they're doing. You look up there, and they have 50 different kinds of cheeses. And, and also of uh, this, the burnt, uh, the... Bacalao, Tom. Bacalao. <laughs> I don't know that they have bacalao anymore, but they used to have these um, open cases with these sort of timber-like pieces of fish, the dried salt cod. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, don't, I don't think that, the, I'm sure they could get it for you, but I, I don't oh, yeah. know that they have that like they used to when Norma and Joe were running the place. I like the... Uh, the They're big into their pastas now. They have a little section mm-hmm. where you can get pasta, like they're cooking things. It's much more interactive than it was. Anyway, if you haven't been over there, go see them because it's definitely a worthwhile thing to do. 5569696 is the number. We're going to go ahead and take a break and we'll be right back. Have you ever eaten something new and wondered where it had been all your life? We thought that about Double D Sausage after having it at a friend's house. But restaurants all over town serve it in their gumbo, red beans, and jambalaya. It's made right in Bogalusa, and the company is in its third generation. Double D Sausage is a light smoke, pure pork sausage with notes of sage and other spices. Try the regular mild and hot and new flavors like the Cajun variety and jalapeno and cheddar. Double D Sausage in stores all over town. This is Lenny Minutillo, chef-owner of the Happy Italian Pizzeria in Harahan. 
home of the original meat sauce pizza and sesame crusted muffalata calzone. The Happy Italian is serving our new full menu. Dine-in seating is limited. Takeout and curbside is available. Catering is available any day. The Happy Italian Pizzeria in Harahan, open 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Friday, Saturday, and Monday for lunch and dinner. Sundays, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. for lunch. Find us at happyitalian.com for info and online orders. Like us on Facebook and love us on your taste buds. Basil's Ace Hardware has been the center for your grilling needs for over 15 years. That's when I first got my big green egg, which I use more than ever lately. Fred also has Traeger grills and Weber grills and all the accessories for them. Charcoal and pellets and propane, as well as rubs and grilling utensils. Remember, a great cookout always begins with the right hardware. Basil's Ace Hardware, 4419 Transcontinental Metairie, 888-8588. When you're awake, the things you think come from the dreams you dream. Thought has wings and lots of things are seldom what they seem. Tom, do you remember Lascal? I do. What, tell me about it because I, I think that predates me. Lascala. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, that's uh, one of the uh, most Where was famous. It? Well, in Italy, it's the opera singers. Well, wait, okay. Uh, as to what they have in this country, I don't really know exactly, but there's certainly some out there. Well, on the cover of one of your old New Orleans menus, the it's a very unusual like cube of something, and it says, this is what a French fry looks like at La Scale. La Scala. So, so I'm the, assuming that there was a La Scala in town somewhere. It does. Was there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where was it? Do you, do you uh, know? I, I, I want to recall, excuse me, uh, I have to remember this because it's been a long time since I've been there, but it, was, it seems to me it was in the middle of the, of the booter in, <laughs> uh, in France. No, Tom, in New Orleans, was there a La Scala? Okay, and it, I'm assuming. I'm I'm assuming that if it was in the oh. New Orleans menu, it was probably a restaurant in New Orleans at some time. Yeah. Uh, I, I, but it, but it's probably a, before my time. But uh, probably it is because probably this, even this a one that I'm mine. referencing is 1982. I so, want to say the the uh, the, the that uh, uh, restaurant that had. The center of it was a church, a very large church. Are you talking about, it, um, no. I am. I am talking about it. Not the Eiffel Tower. The, not the Eiffel. Well, it became uh, that kind of later. But, but uh, it ran for years. Uh, and the, the name of it is just escaping me. It's, mm-hmm. it's been a long time. They've been gone a long time. Yeah, I know they were gone before I entered the picture. And that was in 1988. But yeah. this piece that you have here is from 1982. Well, that's uh, more recent what's, than I would guess. What's the thing with Lascal's fries? What made them so special? Uh, they may or may not have been uh, that, or pasta, pasta. Oh, was that a Mark Smith restaurant? Huh? Was that a Mark Smith restaurant? Mark Smith. Yeah, who did Louis the Sixteenth? Was that the Smith father and oh, son? Oh, Mark. Yeah. Was that Lascal? I don't think he was ever involved with that. Uh, he well, had according to what you according to what you have here, you say it was an accurate portrayal of Lascal's fries. They yeah, give you two of them be. with your entree: extravagance unchained, 
read the headline on the review. Lascal was without question the most extravagant restaurant ever opened in New Orleans. Not even Revolution is quite as ambitious, although the prices were similar. When Lascal first opened, you had two choices for dinner. You could have the $75 mm-hmm. prefix. This yeah, was Christians. in the 80s, so it, wow. In the, wow. In, towards the end, they called it uh, Christian's. You probably recall. Wait, is that where it was? Mm-hmm. Same thing. Wait, was, Lascal was there before Christian's? Somewhere in that no part kidding. of the country. Hmm. Wow. 7.30 p.m. Okay, so no, it was in the French Quarter. It was in the French Quarter. Uh, so you have $75 prefix, or you could have the $95 version. Both were what we would call a chef's tasting menu now. That didn't exist back then. The $95 included an extra but very grand appetizer. In 2011 dollars, the $95 dinner would cost $177. Wow. Well, you know, but people buy, people do that today. You know, let's see. That was what nine years ago. So, I don't know. Isn't Saint Germain doing like a one hundred some odd dollar prefix dinner? I you can definitely get a dinner that expensive now. But it was Mark Smith because uh, it he was, was in the club business. I mean, uh, he and uh, it a must lot have, of hotels. It must have also been in the in the <clears throat> same place that Louis the Sixteenth was. Mm-hmm. Because uh, it was, or, or was it in the hotel that he owned across the street? It was in a hotel. Yeah. And it, so was it was it the Saint Lu- the Marie Antoinette hotel? Which one was it? The Mar- uh, Marie Antoinette. Now mm-hmm. who were they? That was the Saint uh, Louis hotel. In, I okay. think that was in the hotel. That was across the street. Okay. Yeah. So he opened the uh, Louis the Sixteenth, and um, thought the market would support another step or two up the ladder. He brought in chef. Jean-Louis Montestruc to town. Mm-hmm. He held the highest formal honors it was possible for a chef to have. Well, how long did it last, Tom? It lasted um, until the exact date. I couldn't tell you a solid date, but I'm thinking uh, somewhere in the early 90s. This is this Nin- is 1990. I don't think so yeah. because, because I never get that right. Because I, I entered the picture in 1988 and I don't remember ever hearing about this place as open at that time. Although Louis the 16th, when did Louis the 16th close? It was right around that time. Yeah, uh, it was it was long and then, gone. And then both of those father and son what if, are they still around? Uh, I don't think. No, wait a minute. The son, I think. I think the he father is. passed away. But um, I don't know. I, 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 I'm hesitant to say something about people yeah, who uh, right. may or may not be dead. Yeah. So you know, it happens. <laughs> I think that's a good policy. Just... A really good policy. All right. Between it all, were smoked and marinated fish, salmon, caviar, and oysters. Not oysters like Acme across the street, but bellons flown in from France. Um, Lobster, scallops, poached mussels, all cold. This is in the days before. I mean, do you remember when uh, Luke started with their big seafood tower? Uh, boy, you've got some really obscure restaurants here. <laughs> uh, they, what was the name of that one? Luke. Luke. Luke had, when they opened up, and they still have, mm-hmm. but it was quite the presentation. You could get this gigantic big, bigger, biggest seafood tower of cold seafoods mm-hmm. for the appropriate price. I don't remember what it is, but anyway. They had pheasant here at that menu in Lascaux. 
That's probably the only kind of place that you would have seen pheasant back then. Or quail poached in Chateau, I mean, Drem. One of the most expensive white wines in the world. Salads after the entree in the French style. Do you remember uh, Henri, Tom? Henri? Henri, yes. Uh, yeah, if it's the one Very I'm thinking Very short-lived, like a year and a half. Yeah, uh, it, was this in the French Quarter? I think it was. It was in what was the Meridian Hotel, and it now the is... Meridian Hotel in the hotel. No, I don't even know. I guess the space has been renovated into something totally different, but the Le Meridian, when I entered the picture, which was like late 80s, early 90s, like maybe 90, 1990... <laughs> Um, Henri mm -hmm. was the talk of the town and they had, they had some French town with some French chef that they had imported mm -hmm. and there was like a sister restaurant. Was it, was it Le Berge? Was, was it Le Berge de Soleil that was their sister restaurant? Maybe? Uh, yeah, but here we this are This is big again. fancy what, stuff. It's big one fancy after stuff. another. Uh, and they are com uh, restaurants that were around for two or three months, right. and then no, they go away. No, two or three years. I think I think Henri might have made it. Might have made it two years. Well, Henri, but I know. I, I yeah, remember Henri, what Henri was. Yeah. That was in the Royal, uh, the Le Meridian. French, the it was in the Le Meridian, Meridian which is now exactly. the J.W. Marriott. That was and still is a beautiful restaurant. Well, it's gone. It didn't it's been last gone for since nineteen ninety-one like or two. Like. And. Uh, and it was very, very short-lived, but highly celebrated by all the gourmets in town. You liked it, didn't mm -hmm. you? I did, yeah. Sure, it was just gorgeous. Another one of those and, things and where you just food. don't have the people here yeah. to support. Yeah, and it also was not a good location particularly, even if you... Well, I think if you have something really special then people will find it and come if they want it. But I think the truth of the matter is that there just weren't that many people that wanted that kind of elevated dining in New Orleans at that time, and probably still not, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, this is all pre-revolution. But, re but revolution, which is opening, I think, this weekend. Yes. I think it's opening this weekend. I can ask Don the Gourmet Neighbor... We'll know the answer to that because he's yeah, already got his reservation. He sent me his reservation confirmation. He's very excited about going to Revolution. That's his favorite restaurant. But um, I, I think that Revolution has been, um, I don't know. I would, I would, what is it? A week from today. A week from today it opens. I, I think that uh, Revolution has probably depended a lot on tourists. I think it's never been slammed with people. I think it doesn't pay. Mm -hmm. no. But again, it's another one of those things where at that level, there's can, just not a lot of people. It doesn't stand up for a long time. You, you, nobody drinks that every single day. For right, right. But now, you know, conversely, I just said to you, why don't we go to Chifunctus tonight? Because um, it's been another stressful day. <laughs> I've decided that Chifunctus is my place that makes everything all better. So, um, that's, uh, but, but the reason Chifunctus can be a place that makes everything all better is that the prices are affordable. It doesn't have to be a once in a blue moon special occasion place, where, which I do think Revolution is. I do think Revolution is a one of a kind special place. The last dinner we had at Revolution was a great one because we were invited there 
by the um, wife of the former, well, they're, they're, still, they're still owners of Smith & Walensky. That's how we met them. But they were in town for something and uh, there were several people there and they just invited us to say hi. And I love that when, mm -hmm. when someone's going to invite me to Revolution and I know that we're a guest. That's, that's the best way to go to Revolution, I think. Well, but if they're you're paying all for good, it yourself, you got to think about it twice. What? At least it's good for doing it at all. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's like if you have to, if you are paying for it yourself, then you're going to pause a mm -hmm. minute or two and say, do I really want to spend that kind of money? Mm -hmm. And that's what I was saying about Chifunctas. You don't have to say that. About and, right. and it's really right at that same level. So it's yeah. a, that's why this it's is my the new food favorite show. place. Oh, wait. I'm no, sorry. Five, five, six, nine, six, nine, six is the number. We have Nicole Dorignac coming up after the top of the hour. She's going to give us her report mm -hmm. from the grocery store shelves for this week and uh, always has some blockbuster breaking news. Yeah. I say that in jest, but it really is interesting stuff that she brings up. She works very hard on uh, well, on finding out what's going on they, and they, they is the what's people coming who, and going. And then we've added yeah. to that segment the Nolens throwdown of um, recipes mm -hmm. that are familiar to New Orleanians and uh, of some uh, legend. We have so far, I've invited my sister Sylvia to come on and gang up on Nicole with me because we just can't compete. This is what I call the mom's throwdown. Her mother is named Esther, mine is Sylvia. And so um, Sylvia didn't cook as much as Nicole's, as Esther did. So um, mm -hmm. today we're doing dobe. Dobe and spaghetti. What a combination! Now, that was something my mom did Magic. cook. So we can we can maybe hold our own with Nicole. And I don't think that her mom cooked it so who, much. So who sent all this pizza in? That's that's for you, Tom. That's for you. Gosh, that's mighty nice. Yes, I we wish, have Theo's pizza on the table. I wish I could talk and well, you and can eat it you can eat in just another minute time. or two because you can take a break in a minute or two. Uh, so we so far we've done codfish balls. And we've done uh, stuffed artichokes. I think that's it. Oh, no, we did turkey poulet last week, which is what prompted me to actually make some turkey poulet. And Tom has decided that he's going to stop making fun of turkey poulet because he liked it pretty well. <laughs> we have to come up with some other ones. If you have a favorite New Orleans dish that you would like to hear us uh, battle, um, we would like to hear about it. I don't really think of too much about famous New Orleans dishes from yesteryear because uh, I don't, we didn't really eat that kind of stuff, but uh, we would love to hear about it. I want to tell Nicole about the codfish, not, it's not ball recipe, but it's bacalao. Bacalao in a lot of different uh, ways well, of saying it. Yeah, Bacala. Yeah, the Italian Bacala. and what's the other one? Bacalao and baca. Uh, it's it's that awful there's, thing. There's gin. two. It's not gin. two countries that claim bacalao, yeah. and, and one is it's Italy, and the other one is I don't know what. Italy, and it is gets it dried Greece, out. I don't know. It comes from up, up, up. Yeah, it's salt cod, North Norway. Atlantic. Yeah. And uh, but the, what they are after to it is lots and lots of this. Tom, you're the only one that doesn't like it. You're huh? the only one that doesn't like it. Cod. The, the you like bacalao. That? I have to try it. I've not tried it. Oh, well, you Nicole, I'm gonna, it. I'm gonna. Nicole has a commercial kitchen, and I'm gonna. I think we're gonna go over there and maybe do some bacalao stuff together. 
Mm -hmm. um, do some fried, uh, fried, what's it called? It's called, I guess it's, what is it called? I don't know it's what it bakla. is. Tell me what it um, is. Yeah, I have to think about it. Anyway, uh, we, we, and also some some of the real codfish balls from the Il Buco because it's beautiful. Oh, yeah, those are good. those are going to be great. You have to okay, get the real all the real bird, cod. You know. All right, we'll be back. We are uh, coming back with Nicole after the three o'clock news right now from the Louisiana Radio Network. Join me, Mitch Gibbs, every Monday and Wednesday live at noon for New Orleans Today on WGSO 990 AM, New Orleans, Louisiana. Blocking of a New York Post story about Hunter Biden's business activities in the Ukraine. Speaking with Fox News, Texas Senator Ted Cruz accuses the tech company of actively violating the First Amendment. Big tech censorship has always been bad, but they really crossed the line in the last 24 hours. I'm not aware of their previously actively censoring major press outlets. It's, it's, not, it's not really any different than Twitter so, blocking Fox News from sending out a story. Look, Fox News may be right or wrong. The New York Post may be right or wrong. But silencing the media is a direct violation of the principles of the First Amendment. The Supreme Court nomination of Judge Amy Coney Barrett will go before the Senate for a vote on October 22nd. The Senate Judiciary Committee scheduled the vote Thursday at the end of a four-day confirmation hearing. This is USA Radio News. My name is Brian, and I'm 80 years of age. Recently, I was dealing with symptoms of a COVID infection. Initially, I had a fever with chills and a sore throat. Within a short time, the fever subsided, and the sore throat improved but still lingered. I used several different supplements without success. I then tried Green Meadow Whey, and immediately my sore throat went away. I feel that Green Meadow Way helped me defeat this COVID infection, and it gives me a noticeable lift in my energy. Lactoferrin is a naturally occurring nutrient in whey protein. It has been shown to have potent antiviral activity. Lactoferrin binds to a virus, blocking its ability to enter the cell. It also stimulates antiviral interferon production. Green Meadow Way contains 300 to 600 milligrams of non-denatured lactoferrin per scoop. To order, call 888-988-3325. That's 888-988-3325. Or go to greenmeadowway.com. Delta Airlines is adjusting its future revenue projections after reporting a massive loss. USA Radio Network's Tim Berg has the story. Delta Airlines is reporting a larger-than-expected loss in third-quarter revenue. The Atlanta-based airline carrier announcing a loss of $5.4 billion during the summer months, which is forcing company officials to push predictions back for an expected break-even date to next spring. Brian Kelly is a travel expert. He tells NBC's Today Show... Delta is generally regarded as one of the best-run airlines in the world, and they reported a blockbuster loss, uh, even as they've tried to reduce costs. You know, big picture, this means the airline industry really needs the bailout. And Vice Presidential Candidate Kamala Harris is suspending campaign travel after two staffers tested positive for COVID-19. The Biden campaign says neither staffer who tested positive had contact with Harris or former Vice President Biden in the last 48 hours before their positive tests. This is USA Radio News. Are you tired of high cable TV rates? Sign up for Dish today and get a $500 bonus offer while supplies last. Plus, lock in your price for two years guaranteed. Call All-American Dish, your dish-authorized retailer now. 800-610-5739. 800-610-5739. That's 800-610-5739. Offers require credit qualification, 24-month commitment, early termination fee, and e-auto pay. Restrictions apply. Call for details. 
The government warned the state of Nevada not to use Chinese-made COVID-19 tests. USA Radio Network's Wyatt Cox has more. Documents show U.S. diplomats and security officials privately warned the state of Nevada not to use the donated kits made by a Chinese firm that's the world's largest genetic sequencing company. The tests from the firm BGI Group, donated by a company from the United Arab Emirates that has partnered with BGI. The documents obtained by the Associated Press show U.S. officials raising concern of China obtaining private information from those tested. Clear tonight, a little chillier, too, in the morning. It'll be dropping into the 50s and 60s. Now, tomorrow afternoon, sunshine returns to the afternoon high of about the lower to mid-80s. Looks like it's going to be a few clouds to mix in with the arrival and passage of a cool front Thursday night and Friday, and maybe squeezing on a stray shower. The chance stays low. Friday, pretty quickly, though, breezes increase, the sun comes back, and it's much cooler with the afternoon high going only to the mid-70s. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. Industry of Faith Louisiana is holding its job fair and tailgate cook-off. Company representatives will be on hand with applications and interviewing for many different jobs, including industrial electricians, electrical technicians, welders, carpenters, truck drivers, pipe fitters, and many more. Thursday, October 15th, 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. at the River Parishes Community College Technical Training Center, Gonzales. Vendors in the oil and gas... Time for the grocery goddess. Where's her music? Hey. Oh. <laughs> How y'all? Music is my voice. How are y'all doing? No, no, no. I was going to say you got to get your cloak on and your scepter. Here we are. Here we go. It's not the grocery mm-hmm. goddess unless I have a mental picture of her strutting around with a long, elaborate, thick, cloak yeah thank you all right thank you very much we should have applause for her for her entrance henry have let's do some applause for her entrance all right and here she is ladies and gentlemen the grocery goddess nicole dorignac ready with blockbuster news as always (laughs) how y'all doing today (laughs) don't ask go ahead you gotta laugh to get through. You gotta laugh to get through, right? You gotta do it. That's right. So, um, so y'all, everybody's doing good. Hey, Tom. Hey. Hi. Um, so, all right. So, I usually start off with the general overview, and it looks like peanut oil mm-hmm. may be coming up short for the holidays. And Uh-oh. I know I think you use Uh-oh. peanut oil for frying turkeys, so that's going to probably be an issue. That is um, going to be Peter an Pan, issue. Peter Pan peanut butter for the Peter Pan fans. Peanut, oh. not just covers. There's some allocations on the Peter Pan mm-hmm. for the kitchen bouquet people. It looks like it'll be coming back soon. So that's oh, thank good. God. Yes. Oh, thank God. I know. <laughs> so relieved. It's holiday time. You need kitchen bouquet. <laughs> well, gumbo and holiday time. You need it for the color. So, okay. um, I'll get right on head, it. Good head start on all the little inventory items for the holidays. So it's so for hopefully all that'll. Come up, you know, be smooth. Um, it looks like in the in like the dairy. Usually, there's nothing in dairy, but mm-hmm. probably with the plastics, they use resin in the plastics 
So because of a resin shortage, it's creating a refrigerated creamer. You know, all those little flavor oh, what's things. What's with you in the trees now? Okay, so the coconut, there's a worldwide coconut shortage. Now there's yeah. a resin shortage. Yeah. So what's, what's that do to? Maybe because they had to produce so much more, you know, probably, you know, like kind of like I found out today about our plastic bags. Like we're going to be out of them for a few weeks and some of the people like vendors and suppliers will order so much ahead of time of like stuff like that. So now they've run out and it's time to re up and it's just playing catch up. Everything's playing catch up. Sounds like Ooh. allocation coming down the pipe for the bags. It, yeah, it's, it's, it's in a lot of places, but I, just to use I, that. I guess allocation's mm -hmm. better than out altogether. There you go. So we got to positive. Mm -hmm. True, true, so, true. Yes. Blue Bunny ice cream, it looks like all the items are back into production, but with allocations. But again, positive sign for the Blue Bunny lovers. We have a lot of people that ask for that, so I know that's making people happy. Um, Clorox is still saying use bleach as your disinfectant, so I guess they're still trying to get their supplies back built up between the containers and the actual products. Cause remember we talked about last week, somebody's buying more you know, space to make more factories. So um, I think it was Clorox. Uh, and then paper plates and napkins. And actually, remember a lot while ago, I said something about aluminum foil, and it looks like that's going to be spotty through the spring. And that's a big holiday thing because you use it foil is. when you're baking everything. So you if do. you see foil, pick up one roll, leave one yes. for someone else. Go ahead and grab it. Um, Ziploc bags. So that goes back into the plastic and the resin, I'm sure. Because I kind of did a little re they use that in, I guess, all the containers. So, um, what else? Pork might be going up a little bit, not drastically, but I guess that's going into overtime, labor, short, you know, short, trying to get the supply and demand, you know. Are they still having any of those production facilities shut down from COVID? I don't know. It seems like you're not hearing too much of that anymore. No, or it's just that's become unfortunately the new norm and now we're just dealing with what's coming in when not mm -hmm. how it's getting here we know what the problems are every i mean everybody's like i said just playing catch up you know mm -hmm. so with the coconuts and all so there because of covid in central america it's affecting floral supplies because a lot of the flowers and stuff come from over there so you may see different um choices for the tables you know how people mm -hmm. like to get their flowers and we actually have a pretty nice flower department but yeah, i'm sure shelly really she'll yeah. do great in accommodating that hiccup that we're going to deal with so wait what, what's chips, the hiccup huh? what's the hiccup flowers well, central america some flowers come from over there so if there's stuff that we get i don't know what flower comes from where i just know which ones are pretty and which ones are not yeah um <laughs> and what I like and what I don't like. So uh -huh. I'm not sure if that's going to affect us per se, but if there's people out there, you know, if you're noticing your favorite flower isn't around that normally was, it's mm -hmm. still going on in other places. Um, okay. And then pumpkin sales, I guess more people are baking at home and doing stuff. So pumpkin sales are um, exceeding the supply, so they're limiting uh -oh. one bin per store. Uh -oh. Yeah, now this is just from one supplier. So remember, we order from more than one person, and a lot of people do. So this is just kind of the main overall. But everybody's going to have pumpkins to going down when we need them in the fall. <laughs> right. Huh. So, yeah. 
And they're saying, you know, just trying to, I don't know, I guess everybody's just trying to keep up with it all. Um, oh, all. oh like and that. then I noticed in the in the unavailable, like the, you know how we talked about tanning supplies last week? Well, I noticed like the pickling mm-hmm. seasoning that you use for like making pickles and all. Yeah. So I guess mm-hmm. uh, gelatin, what you use to make jams and jellies, all uh-huh. of that will probably come up short, I guess, again. Wow. So that's not good. Because a lot of people like to do all that at the holidays, where they make their little Christmas jams and jellies to give away. So that's yes. kind of... Hopefully, hopefully they have better luck than that. we did. Yeah. Oh, well, you can't oh, what, have everything. With our with our um, our prickly pear. Oh, It, it was never a jam. It, it never made it to jam status, only syrup. Oh, well, I'll, well, if you want, I'll ask my cousin who does it, which is where you may, where you may have gone wrong, if you care, because she does it all the time. <laughs> That's my Irish cousin. You know, I think that uh, I don't see as many prickly pears, or maybe I just haven't been paying attention. Anyway, go ahead. So, and then I guess because of, like, people, you know, big, fa- you know, families with multiple kids and all like to do, like, tacos and fajitas and stuff like that. So all of that stuff is still kind of allocated, like the you know, like the old El Paso and Taco Bell packs. That's so like all in one in the yeah, box. Yeah, I used to use those. So, yeah. So so those things are still kind of on allocation. So I guess oh, that shows. Wow. So people are still within toilet tissues and paper towels. Same thing. The um name brand. You know, that's kind of Michael Pete and myself on that. I'm glad I'm, but, glad I'm not raising kids right now because yeah, we lived time. on those taco right? kits. Yeah, it was Clorox that are building new plants. So right. they're trying to build some new plants so they can get some more production going because I guess I got to well, get I know where my secret product. stash is, so I'm not I'm no longer uh, completely freaked about Clorox. I know where to get well, it now. Well, good. I'm not telling. <laughs> Go ahead. No, no. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then wipes, the name brand ones are still kind of out, but the no-name ones are kind of trickling back in. Uh-huh. So I guess that's, you know, that's good. And then I guess because of the hurricane and whatever's going on with the coconuts, there's some fruit, that, but it doesn't say specifically. So if you start seeing in the produce, but produce hadn't really been affected all that much up until now. So that might have to do more with the mm-hmm. hurricanes and, oh, the wildfires. Uh, in California, that affects a lot of produce and wine. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My, uh, one of our callers was saying that Napa was really, really hit hard with yeah. the last round of fires. Yeah. And then, hmm. oh, and then well. I took some of the swamp pop. Remember how we talked about making a float? Yeah, yeah. I had, salt, I had some of the salted caramel gelato from Keith Young's that I brought home one night because we didn't eat dessert there. And I made a uh-huh. salted caramel Swamp pop float. It was really. Oh, that good. sounds good. Was it good? Uh, yeah, I used the uh, noble cola one. So it's like a, it's like a Coca Cola, but it has a little bit of like a hint of a root beer kind of that, sarsaparilla uh-huh. kind of flavor. So yeah. it was actually uh-huh. pretty good. And with the oh, that sounds really good. Huh. Mm-hmm. So and then there were some bacon it? items, bacon items, and Oscar Mayer. So and that's about Uh-oh. it. Um, all the food. Wait, there's products. a bacon. There's some bacon issues. Few, we can't have bacon. A few, a few different things. I'm not exactly sure which one. I'm gonna look at the case tomorrow Yikes. and see. But okay. yeah, mm, but um, and then no, right. no word on liver cheese. Oh well, I'm not. Really I haven't really been paying attention. <laughs> I haven't been paying attention to that too much this week. Okay, <laughs> so we're gonna take a break. Up. 
We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're talking about what's in your circle. Okay. I'm going to ask you what, just, just for fun, if you had to live without salt or pepper, which one would it be and why? We're going to do our throwdown, which is going to be dobe. And then I have a proposal for you about bacalao. Okay. Okay. Coming up with the grocery goddess after these words from our sponsors. I remember the day when someone at the radio station brought me a bottle of Cousin's salad dressing. It was made by a young couple in small batches, and it was delicious. I was proud to have them sponsor my show just as I am now, but the line has expanded since then to include an olive oil, an herb vinaigrette, fresh salsa, and blue cheese, as well as an original Creole tomato, a delicious dressing that also makes a great quick dip. Cousin's Salad Dressings, in the produce section at your favorite store, CousinsProducts.com. Tony Mandina's roots go back to Salaparuta, Sicily. His father left in 1924, but those connections are still powerful. The restaurant uses extra virgin olive oil and wines made at Villa Mandina in the ancestral home. Tony's restaurant started in 1982 with 14 tables and has grown to seat 180 with his daughters and granddaughter running it now. Now this West Bank favorite still serves their delicious Sicilian New Orleans menu in a place that feels like home and pick up some of their famous red gravies sold in groceries all over town. Tony Mandina's 1915 Pratt Street, Gretna, 362-2010. You make me feel so young. Mm-hmm. Mm. She mm. says with mm. a mouthful of goat cheese. All right. Uh, first question for you, Nicole. Yes, ma'am. Um, what's going on in the circle? <laughs> what's going on in the circle? We, um, Anything new? Well, we added Taj Mahal this week. We got their Saj. It's a, uh, like a, an Indian cream spinach. So we did finally get that a new item in. And then I talked to Cafe again today, and we're working on a new little thing to add there. So, But we still have the salmon Sometimes she does it over a rice noodle. Sometimes she does it over a spiral pasta. And um, so the little uh, chili lime, uh, chili lime, lime spice, salmon, and then both the the fives. So we have the vegetable and the mushroom. And then still the seafood manicotti and turtle soup from Mandina's, the real turtle soup. Two Tony's is the artichoke still. It's kind of warm, so we're going to hold off on the soup. And then he's going to probably do another soup. When it gets a little cooler, and then Dookie Chase, we're still, you know, the mixed greens and the okra and the corn pudding. So, so, so you don't have doms you know. in there yet? No doms Not yet. yet. Not okay. yet. Okay. Not okay. Yet. We won't say anything so, about that. So. All right. Sill so. is on the line. Hey. Hi. My big sis, Sill, is on the line. We're ready for our throwdown. Are we, are we ready to do our dope throwdown, girls? All right. Yeah. Whenever you're ready. All right, Henry. Right. Let's have the throwdown music, Henry. Okay, so did Esther do dope? Yeah, yeah, but okay. we called it roast and red gravy. We didn't call it dope. And I remember the first time I ate at a friend of mine's house, and sometimes friends from St. Dominic's, like, I'd go home with them after school because my mom worked. So this was one, it was my friend Stephanie's mom. And Miss Marilyn's like, we're having dope for dinner. I'm like, dope. And I kept thinking of, like, a dope house. Because my mom always called it roast and red gravy. And then when she put it in my plate, I'm like, oh, roast and red gravy. I eat that. I didn't even know if I ate it or not. 
So that's what we called it. <laughs> was it was it a uh, was it a uh, a chunky gravy or was it no, a it smooth like, red gravy? It was like cooked down red gravy, like you do like meatballs, but she just cooked uh-huh. the uh, chuck roast in it. Did she have tomato paste in hers? I don't know if my mom used paste that much. My mom didn't really like tomato paste because she didn't like fry, want to fry it off and all. She always just used actually straight uh, the chef cut tomatoes, the cento, uh huh, in the yellow oh, pan. My oh, that's, that's so gourmet. That's so gourmet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. We never used cuts. We didn't use ours. Used a can of tomato it had paste. To have didn't the she vowels sell? in it? it it's cento. Yes. Yeah. See, well, okay. she called it Cento because we're from New Orleans, so all. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so our our mom used regular old Hunt's tomato paste, right, Sil? Hmm. Yeah, tomato well, it's, paste and it's tomato in sauce. Its, in its yeah. um, uh, category, mm-hmm. there's really almost nothing else but that. What? Although some of the other meat, there, there are some other uh, starters who were like, now there are versions of this that are coming in that have been brought in by. Are you talking about dobe? Dobe, yeah, but mm-hmm. all of the ingredients you need to do a dobe. Um, mm-hmm. no, not dobe. Did your mom ever make dobe, Tom? My mother makes everything. Yeah. Or used to. She and did she did she make dobe though? Because I never heard you talk about she, dobe. She did, but she didn't call it that. She just said, "No, that's that's not da 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 da. This is just." Why is it called dobe? Hmm? Why is it called dobe here? I don't know. That's uh, something I've never looked up. I looked it up, up. one time. Oh, you did? Of course she did. Yeah, Go ahead. I can't remember what it was because when we were using it on our menus, I wanted the accurate, like, factual name. Mm-hmm. So we called it Old World Dobe. And I, I think that's just what they called it. Um, in I the really old can't world? remember that. Yeah, in the old world. But, that you know, that's just the old. I don't think, I don't know if it started in New Orleans or if it, because it seems like it's a French word. But yeah. you're cooking it like gravy. Yeah. So well, I thought it was a Creole. Well, actually, I thought it was a yeah. Creole dish. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I think it was. Well, but the, provincial French. Well, I'm looking it up right now. It's a, a Creole French dish, French. maybe. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay, so still, so how did our mom make dough? Well, mom's gravy was not thick, um, and uh, you know she used the chuck roast, um, and you cook it a long time, but. You know, she fried off the tomato paste and the, and then you know used the tomato sauce. I don't remember mom using tomatoes, and um, she'd stuff the the meat with garlic, mm-hmm. and then you know use the onions. She'd but sear I don't it, I remember. remember. She what? Would sear it. I remember. You'd sear it right on yeah, yeah. on all sides. You get it all right, mm-hmm. and then um, what? What, Tom? Whenever you have a enthusiastic, um, you know, really Searing coming up meat. and getting behind the heat and getting crusty yeah. and edges, that's what I'm always looking for. I think it's exciting. Yes, it is exciting. Yeah. It's and exciting. I think cutting like it up, you know, cutting it up in mm-hmm. pieces, too, uh-huh. um, yeah. rather yep. than just having the whole big thing because Mom needed to have a big piece of meat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she did. All right. Yes. I have a family member helping on in the ga- ganging up. My brother-in-law's texting me. Oh, now it's house. two on two. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> Nicole has brought reinforcements now. All right, go ahead. All right. So, 
you have we had the red sauce we had the red uh, the tomato paste the tomato sauce a lot of garlic uh -huh. it was always garlic. a smooth it was a smooth sauce though right it was like a right yeah okay okay yeah and then it would and just cook for how that, long hmm? mother did well you cook it until the meat is tender for a couple uh -huh. of hours i guess yeah mother mm -hmm. and of course if she started too late <laughs> she didn't cook it as long as she needed to but mom's red gravy was the same as, like, she did the stewed chicken, too, you know, in red gravy. Uh-huh. And um, yeah. it was not a not a thick, um, yeah. like, sauce-type thing. It was good, though. I remember it being good. And then oh, yeah. And a huge vat of spaghetti, oh, yeah. and we'd eat it. Yeah. Yeah. What did your mom serve the, uh, what did you call it, roast and red gravy? What did she serve it with? Oh, a pasta. Uh like a, wall, uh, like a regular wall. spaghetti? Yeah, like the big macaroni with the hole in it. I forgot what it's called. It's like number nine. Oh, my goodness. Something oh, like that. God, what a food yeah. brat. Bucatini. With a spoon. My, my, my mom must have did it. I mean, she did it a little somebody... different. I mean, she really just did it more like roast and red gravy. So she probably didn't do proper noob. So I guess she failed this one. <laughs> no, no, no. You're just trying to be kind because you said bucatini. If someone had said bucatini in our house, we would have gone, what? <laughs> what? That's what I'm going to ask. What is bucatini? Bucatini is a, what amounts to a, a straw of pasta. It's, um, it's a spaghetti with a hole in the middle. Right. And it's, it's particularly good for oh, yeah. sauces. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Oh, like I had to eat meatballs with spaghetti on that too. Because he likes mm -hmm. the hole in the thing. And it flops all over the place when you're trying to eat it. Uh -huh. It was very rough. But, it, but it's good for sauces. It's supposed to be very good for sauces. Okay, so who is your reinforcement, Nicole? Oh, my brother my brother in law, Jason. Because I think their mom used to make it for them. And she did it the tomato paste way. So mm -hmm. he's texting the, uh, the influence. He said it's traditional. Traditionally Creole, but then with all the Italians here, there's an Italian influence uh, on it. I see. So that's yeah. how it became. That's how it became more of an Italian dish. I see. Well, you know, there was all those those Italians that we keep talking about. They're definitely making their mark. All right. So I'm going to have a question for both of you now. Uh -oh. uh, wait, wait. We have to see who who won that, Henry. I think I think we had a pretty good chance on that one, Sil. I think we did. Yeah, I did. I mean, bucatini <laughs> aside, just the sauce. Wait. What? How do you spell that? I, is that spaghettini? I've heard no. spaghettini. Is that a different? S-P-E-I-S-I. I was off the line there, but it's S-P-E-I-C-I-A-T-I. I think that's right. But Where'd I, you get spaghettini, okay. Sil? I've heard it. I've heard that. I've heard spaghettini, but I didn't know uh -huh. what it, you know, what kind of macaroni it was. I know. See, we only heard the word macaroni in our house. <laughs> my dad used to, my dad would sneer when pasta became the word for macaroni. He'd go, well, my, it's just macaroni. What? Oh, well, my, I never. My dad used to, go ahead. Well, we never said pasta. We always said spaghetti or macaroni. Yeah, right. That was go. it. That was, that was the whole world of, of, um, <laughs> luxury products and i don't mean luxury as in glamorous i mean luxury as in the the actual name of the company um and i'll tell you my friend margaret um margaret was uh, uh we go back a long way but she's very italian and they had an italian grocery and she always called it 
meatballs and macaroni. She didn't call it spaghetti. She said she always talked about meatballs and macaroni. <laughs> and they even had that on Christmas Day, you know? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, so it uh, it's very, good all, very it's good every day of the year is what I'd say to that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so remember how dad used to always tell um, Tom when he entered the family, he'd say, Tom, it's all just another meatball. That's right. Do you remember he'd say that? I have. Anyway, yeah, yeah, I have a friend whose dad said something that is even more um, non-gourmet than that saying. If they were talking about food, his dad would say, fills a hole. That's right. Oh, God. We aspire to a little more than that in in this show. Okay, so real quick, both of you. Here's my question of the day. If you had to live without mm. salt or pepper for the rest of your life, you could only have one, which one would it be? Mm. Same again. Salt or uh, pepper. Salt or pepper, there's one more. You could only do one, salt or, or salt pepper. pepper. Uh, uh, I'm keeping pepper. No, it's pepper. I think pepper's probably better for you. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I can I can have pepper. I can live without salt since I'm mm-hmm. going way down on my salt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you, know, you need salt. You need salt to make your food cook taste good. You don't really cook that well. Well, salt, is, but, salt. but salt is. You've heard the expression "salt of the earth." I mean, salt is used mm-hmm. for for the preparation of food more than just the table salt. I mean, it's really kind of, it's it's fascinating when you get into salt throughout the millennia. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Henry, it's let's go with Nicole first. Oh, that's a pretty long one. How about, how about the Canal Girls? That scares me. Yeah. Okay. See, I knew we won that one. I could feel it. I could feel it in my soul. I knew that we won that one, Sil. I could that tell. Like a tie. No, I think I think I think we won that one this time. Okay. All right. Okay. So we're we're gonna come back after the uh, bottom of the hour news, and then I have a proposal for you, Nicole. Okay. All right. I have a proposal. All right, we'll say goodbye to Syl right now. Bye. Bye, Syl. Thanks. All right, bye-bye. It's 3.30, time for the Louisiana Radio Network. We'll be back. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm Jeff Palermo. The Louisiana House has approved a bill that would allow the Senate and House Health Committee strike down COVID public health restrictions that limit in-person visitation at nursing homes. The bill had its detractors in committee, like Kenner Representative Joe Stagney, who says legislators may not be the right people to make these kinds of health care decisions. I have some concern that we've passed the point of oversight and gone to the point of micromanaging, and I don't know that we're equipped to do that. But bill author in Prairieville Representative Tony Bacala disagreed. In the situation we're in now, there's no management from our side. There is no input from our side. We think about that as being the norm, but that's not the norm. I'm Matt Doyle. Early voting begins tomorrow for the November 3rd presidential election. It will continue through Tuesday, October 27th, excluding Sundays. Early voting will take place at your parish registrar voters office or other designated locations from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. Jeff Palermo, Louisiana Radio Network. 
Louisi outstanding licensed contractors that do great work. Regretfully, there are some unlicensed and unqualified scammers out there that can cost you a fortune and they never get the job done. Read your contract carefully, verify licensure, and check references. Cheap prices and promises that sound too good to be true are obvious warning signs of fraud. The Louisiana State Licensing Board of Contractors urges consumers to verify licensure before beginning a construction project. Visit lacontractor.org or download the free mobile app LA Contractor from the Android or Apple Store. Shelter insurance policyholders with damage to your home, car, farm, or business due to the hurricane should call 1-800-SHELTER. That's 1-800-743-5837. Or report your claim online at shelterinsurance.com. Early reporting of claims is important. Shelter adjusters are able to handle your claim while practicing social distancing. Take whatever reasonable steps you can to protect your property from additional damage and call us at 1-800-SHELTER to report your claim today. I get misty just holding your hand. Okay, Nicole. Yeah. You're familiar with bacalao, right? Yeah. Okay, you know, I actually could have kept Syl on, too, because she she the codfish balls with us. But, um, okay, so bacalao is this very stiff, like a board piece of dried salted cod. This is the kind of thing that people have used salt for throughout millennia. Right. So the truth is, I think that salt is a much more essential thing. And I wasn't really talking about that. I was just talking about on the, on the food, on the table in front of you, which, which do you prefer? Because you really do need salt more than pepper. But anyway, um, in this book that I'm obsessed with right now, it's, there is a really lengthy recipe for bacalao. There's two mm -hmm. ways that, well, really primarily one way in Italy that it's used, and it's, it's, um, it's reconstituted, and then it's right. fried. It's called filetti di bacala. All right. And there's this recipe in this book, and I almost took a picture and sent it by text, but it was too big, for what amounts to gourmet codfish balls. This is okay. where you go through the process of reconstituting the salted cod, flaking it up, and adding all the things that our mamas would have, uh -huh. and then making the balls. So I think, I think we should go through that process and, and do a Facebook video of it. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> what do you want to do? <laughs> You've been always watching I'm not talking about tomorrow. <laughs> I'll send you the recipe. Okay. But it's going to be a big, it's like a big project, okay? Right, right. Okay, okay. so, so we, um, well, I thought you'd be so right, well, excited. We'll Make a plan. We'll have to make a plan and do it. Okay. 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 All right. We'll get, we'll get Sylvia to do it too. What? Okay. Give me a clue. Uh, it's, we're doing, we're going to reconstitute a big old slab of bacalao and make codfish balls from scratch, not from the can. That would be a project. Not from the can. Yeah, we're going to well, do it. Can, we're going to do it the way they do it the old way. What? Yeah, the can's non-existent now, so you can't even do it from the can if you wanted to. If you want okay. to. 
Well, so, we don't want to. Yeah, so. no. That'll be so fun. let's do it. Let's do it the way they did it in the old country. We'll do it that way. Okay. All right. All right. Yes, that's our challenge. Sounds good. Okay. All right. All right. We bid right. you adieu now. Goodbye. Thank you. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Goodbye. <laughs> See ya. All right. That's Nicole Dorgnack, the grocery goddess. And we did, we won the throwdown. The Cadell girls won the throwdown today. Um, can I ask a question? Uh-huh. Sure can. Yeah. 556-9696 five, five, six, nine, six, nine, six is the number if you want to talk to us. Can you mention him that we're doing? <laughs> that would be really good. Okay. Guess what? Tom... We had, I have a text from, speaking of Bacalao, uh, I have a text from, um, from Chef Andrea, who said that he's got the sardines in. And so we're going to have to go see Chef Andrea, and he's going to cook you some garlic and sardines. Yeah, I asked him if he would get some sardines. Anyway, back to the filetti di Bacalao. It's basically just the Italian version the, uh, the Italian version of fish and chips. That's what it is. It's little pieces of fish dropped in batter and oil. And so that seems like a pretty harmless thing, although Tom has talked about it for years and years and years as being maybe one of the worst things he's ever encountered in his life. And I don't understand it because everyone else that I've talked to about bacalao actually loves it. So. I want to try filetti de bacalao, but I'm also going to do the codfish balls. 556-9696 five, five, six, nine, six, nine, six is the number. If you want to talk to us, uh, we would love to talk to you. Have you, you, you know, you're not a fish person, right? No, certainly not when you use the word reconstituted as much as you just did. <laughs> but it's actually a really, um, it's, a, it's an ancient technique hmm. from the old country. Well, if that doesn't make it better, I don't know what does. <laughs> Well, you've never been much of an eater in Europe anyway, so. No. Yes. We go days and days without eating. It's just like the, the hunger gives up finally. It just, you know, we'll eat when we get on the plane to go home. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much how we do it over there. 5569696 five, six, nine, six, nine, six is a number. Our little red bean girl has joined us. Anything important to import? Um, well, tonight at Brennan's. And every Thursday, yeah, up, they're doing classic cocktail classes. Oh, that's interesting. For twenty-five dollars, huh? So oh. the first one's tonight. They're doing a sazerac. Well, if you're going to start classic cocktail classes, it should of course begin it with should. a sazerac. What are some of the other ones that they're going to be doing? Oh no, just are they going to do it every it. Thursday? It's on their website. They'll just release it every Thursday. Yeah, they have them listed i'm okay. just not on the right it's 25 dollars, and when yes. does the class start <laughs> once again just a moment please <laughs> well you can sit down like you have something important to say <laughs> and not say it i thought you were just sitting to chat i didn't realize you had a list of things that you wanted to say oh no i was sitting to let us have it yes okay this is from our newsletter this is the happenings around town. What else do you see there? Well, also, Thursday is a good day to go to Brennan's. There's free parking at the Omni Royal Hotel. Hmm. Okay. Um, happy hour from 4 to 6. Happy hour is good. 
and a three-course lobster dinner for $55. Oh, is that right? Yes. Huh. Okay, so from 6 to 6.30 is the Sazerac. Okay. Um, Next Thursday is a daiquiri. That'd be kind of interesting. And the following Thursday, the 29th, is... I don't even <laughs> forget it. No, what is it? Show it to me. Let me see. I might recognize what it is, or then I, I might not because I'm not really a drinker. Um, Corpse Reviver. Well, it's probably a Halloween thing. I guess so. Yeah. Oh, Corpse Reviver. I was reading that in a French accent, and I panicked. Uh huh. Yeah. Corpse, Corpse Reviver number two. I'm sure it's probably just a Halloween thing. Yeah. What's in the lobster dinner? The three course lobster dinner. <laughs> Uh oh. <laughs> I'm throwing her all these curves ball, curveballs. It's like a ball pitching machine. I know. And she hasn't swung at it yet. All right, lobster dinner menu. I got it. Okay. First course is lobster and corn chowder mm. with fingerling potatoes and bacon lardons. Uh, second course is a chilled lobster salad. <coughs> with, oh, you got to get in there the right way, though. Mm hmm. With cucumber, chive, remoulade, and brioche crouton. That sounds good. Chive remoulade, yeah. Chive remoulade, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the third course is butter poached lobster. Okay. With short rib and foie gras ravioli, peas, and red wine reduction. That sounds really good. How much is that? $55. $55, yeah. That sounds really good, actually. And that's on Thursdays? Every yes. Thursday? Yes. Okay. That's, that's... I mean, it might be all the time. Mm-hmm. That's a good reason to go. All right, what else is in your little bag of tricks? Uh, actually, Patois just started a, a seasonal cocktail that sounds really good. What is it? It's a Satsuma frozen margarita. Oh, that does sound good. Yeah, looks <gasps> I don't know, though. I've decided that tequila does really funny things to my brain. Uh, like, like scary funny. Hmm. Like, yeah, not good. Anyway, go ahead. But I do like Satsumas. <laughs> <laughs> Probably best just to eat the Satsuma. Um, did you hear what Nicole said about the swamp pop? No. What is with you and swamp pop? No, no, no. I, I turned her on to swamp pop and she had some, she went and bought some and, um, and she had some at home and then they got some salted caramel gelato from Keith Young. Did they make a float? Yes. Hmm. Yes. And she said it was really good. I could see from that. Keith Young. Yeah, look, Keith Young. What did I say about Keith Young? Now that Gus Martin is there, it's like, it's like you've got the woman who's super classy, and you know that every time you see her, she's going to be dressed perfectly, and she's going to behave properly, and she's a wonderful thing to have around. And then one day she drives up on a Vespa with high heels. And you go, whoa, what's going on here? And that's what Gus Martin has done to Keith Youngs. It's like, it's like, whoa, wait. So can I buy ice cream by the pint there? Is I don't that... think so, no. Oh. No, I think they just took it home because they got it on dessert and they took it oh. home. I mean, you could, I, I'll ask, we can ask. We can ask when we all go for lunch. I mean, I can't get salty melty over here, so. Yeah. Which day are we having lunch? But this, we always have lunch. Every time. day. Every day. <laughs> That's well, an everyday kind of thing. That's an everyday kind of thing. Yes, maybe you could call and get some. I don't know. I'll have to ask. Maybe I'll ask Nicole if she has it all the time. Salted caramel gelato. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so what, what else is on your list? Hmm. Pull up your quiver. 
I'm just blowing the whole newsletter right now. Oh, well. Plug your ears some if people, you're subscribed. Some people don't subscribe. Can you imagine? No, I really can't. This is the good I'm stuff you're missing if you're not. Go ahead. Um, new on the menu at Louvie is a Louisiana shrimp dumpling. That sounds good. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it is. Yeah. Uh, happy hour at the Bower. That's a place I'd like to try. Has We're going to do the been Bower because Don the Gourmet Neighbor called about the Bower yesterday. And if it's good enough for Don the Gourmet Neighbor, it's certainly good enough for me. So he was talking about his great meal that he had there. And it sounded like it's not just what I thought it was, which was a, a, a different but on the same par as Claret, just sort of a... Well, they're sister yeah, places. Yeah, um, But it's not. It sounds like it's much more of a restaurant restaurant. Yeah, Claret's a wine bar with snacks. Some snacks. Yeah, yeah. Right. The Bower is a restaurant. Yeah, well, I thought that the Bower was kind of like another Claret, but... Well, they have sort of joined forces in COVID. Oh, okay. Um, you were able to order some Bower food at Claret, and I know... For Saints games, they've been serving Bauer food, but now they're open, open. Yeah, okay. So you can. Yeah, we have to go. We have to go. All right, let's take a break. We'll be right back after these messages from our sponsors. One of my all time favorite restaurants is the legendary Pascal's Manali. It's now open for lunch Wednesday through Friday with happy hour specials in the dining room every day. Tuesdays, enjoy two-for-one appetizers and Hans's vodka martinis. Wednesday and Thursday's wine and beer specials. Friday's lunch martinis are $5. Say hello to my friend Thomas at that great oyster bar when you go to Pascal's Manali, 1838 Napoleon Avenue. Reservations are recommended. Call 895-4877. Mimi's is the best restaurant that has ever been in St. Bernard Parish. A magic combination of terrific owner, hospitality, and talented chef, combined with a charming atmosphere to offer you a great dining experience. Don't miss oysters here. They have two or three different kinds, all wonderful. A terrific burger, if you must. Great steaks, too. Thursday is steak night. Mimi's 712 Judge Perez in Chalmette, 644-4992. Mimi'sBarAndGrill.com. I've loved the Maple Street Cafe from the first time I walked into the place. Jamil Kutob turns out well-executed dishes that hint of the Mediterranean, but with a real New Orleans spirit. The grilled fish here is particularly excellent, but I have never had anything I didn't love. Call 314-9003 for their daily specials, which are exceptionally good and an exceptional value. Maple Street Cafe, 7623 Maple Street, Uptown. I won't dance, don't ask me. I won't dance, don't ask me. I won't dance, madame, with you. I was at the Maple Street Cafe a few days ago. That is a charming, charming little place. And you're not the second, you're in the last two people. I mean, the food's delicious, but in addition to the fact that it's very delicious, the it's a Mediterranean menu, yeah. but it reminds me of a patio you would find uh -huh. on a Mediterranean island. It's just got like a row of tables, but someone there has an incredibly green thumb. And it's just like, it's like someplace you would be 
at someone's house that's been in their family for centuries on some Mediterranean island. And it's just charming. I found it absolutely charming. I need some green thumb lessons from whoever is taking care of those plants. I want to tell you about Annadelle's Plantation. This is a really, really fun place to go. It's on the North Shore, up in Covington, behind the Popeyes. You can see a little sign from the road pointing back behind off the road. Behind the traffic jam. What? Behind the traffic jam. <laughs> behind the Popeyes line, yes. As a matter of fact, it kind of goes right to that point. Yeah, the line goes to that point. But Anadel's Plantation is a bed and breakfast with a very sexy bar. If you're looking for a place to just kind of cuddle with someone, great place to do that. They have a small and terrific dining room that is, it's, it's got, I, it, we, I wrote a piece for the newsletter today, which explains what happens every time we go to Anadel's, which is everybody becomes friends. It's an intimate dining room. They have a great Italian chef in the kitchen. The food is kind of classic New Orleans, but uh, but it's they have a couple of really innovative kind of things like a, a crab meat cheesecake or cra crab meat and crawfish cheesecake. But they have a lot of good stuff on the menu and we've had some great meals there. Annadelle's Plantation is located 71518 Chestnut Street in Covington. That phone number, if you want to make a reservation, is 809-7669. That's a 985 area code. 985-809-7669, Annadelle's Plantation. Go see them. That is a fun, special place. Very underrated and sort of stays out of the limelight, but it shouldn't. Okay, what else you got? We went there yeah, that's what I was talking about. And it was, uh, it's always been good. Fun, fun, fun. It it's always fun. It's fun because people. And that's my favorite thing. What's that? In a restaurant. And that's walking in and uh, spinning out jokes and mm -hmm. uh, and people said yeah. that they remember me. And, yeah, and, it's, it's really fun. I can fun. do it all night. Yeah, it's really fun. <laughs> it, we've always had I a believe. good time when we go there. I know. All right, so what do you have in the last 10 minutes of the show to dazzle us with um well juniors tonight has marinated crab claws as a special covered with a big old pile of parmesan they look pretty good yeah they do look good and it's a nice day for sitting outside on that balcony mm -hmm. that they have yes um Bellegarde is starting uh they're back open mm -hmm. and they're starting a pizza a pizza what something <laughs> Special a pizza pop up yeah. at Belgard. At, at Belgard, they're going to the be place? making pizza. Really? Mm. That's interesting. Um, are they back like every day, or they have their limited hours, their COVID hours? What are they? Let are me they get their new hours for it? Because I thought that they weren't coming back for a long time, but I was surprised to see them back on the back well, list. Well, they're they're back kind of differently. Um, they're focusing more on the retail stuff. Um, they're open Wednesdays through Saturday and uh, from 10 to 5. Well, wasn't it always kind of a retail thing? Well, they did a lot of stuff for restaurants, too. Oh, okay. Um, uh -huh. So they have... You know, honestly, I never really... I don't think I'd been there before COVID. What, like, to Bellegarde? As a bakery. Did you ever go? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Was it just bread? 
Uh, well, we went for their opening, and yeah. so they had a lot of different things, but that was kind of like their friends, you know, with salads and stuff like that. So I don't really okay. know. Do so they, have, they have, like, a menu now? Well, they ha- yeah, they have... Really? Um, they have breads, obviously. They have mm, nine uh-huh. breads. Uh-huh. Um, oh, are there more? Is this to sit down and eat or to pick up? This is just go pick up bread, right? I think it's just pick up, yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they have their flour still. What kind um, of flours do they have? Dry just... pastas. Hang on. Just... Sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Just two, though. Tomato, roasted garlic, and chev. That's probably really good. Mm-hmm. And speck, manchego, and fig preserve. What is speck? I don't know. Speck, Kevin? No, speck. Speck? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. And then they've got uh, pastries. Tahini brownies, buckwheat, lemon shortbread. So, have you ever it had so buckwheat? Well it does. <laughs> buckwheat is gross. I want to like it. Uh-huh. It's good for you. Uh-huh. But it's just got this flavor. Uh-huh. I can't, can't do it. Speck is smoked or pickled pork belly in huh. Germany. It is pork fat with or without some meat in it. I like speck. <laughs> <laughs> in Italy, Turkey, and parts of the English-speaking culinary world, speck refers to Italian speck a type of prosciutto rather than German speck. The term speck became part of popular parlance only in the 18th century and replaced the older term bacon. Okay. Oh, um, which means bacon. (laughs) I was going to say, that sounds like bacon. (laughs) Speck, yes. Oh, here, let's hear speck said. That's my new thing. (laughs) <laughs> no spec what else you got anything new well about the pizza oh okay so they're starting pizza. they're doing a pizza night that's what it is um starts next thursday from six to eight it's first come first serve so that's going to be insane where's that at belgard oh belgard mm-hmm. um and they have i'm not a fan of their pizza dough though no. oh i i I'm that pizza that we made I don't even remember what was that. It was the roasted garlic. It was a white pizza. It had all the arugula on top. Uh-huh. I still think about that. that was really? Cool. Okay, well, then you should go to pizza night. Go ahead. I don't need to eat pizza. Yeah, true. Um, they have... But I like to eat pizza. <laughs> <laughs> they're all pretty basic. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, nothing really exciting, but they're probably good. Yeah, I'm sure they are. All right. Anything else on your list? welcome to call us if you're tired of listening to this five five six nine six nine six i asked chef andrea to call us if he had a minute because he got you some sardines and he wants us to come over and ha- and cook the garlic and sardines well, he's still for you on that? no we're gonna do it we're gonna oh, do yeah. it we're not gonna do it tonight because he's i just was over it. there today no you are constantly talking about garlic and sardines tom so i figured before you yes i know but we're gonna call you on your running shtick now you have to actually eat garlic and sardines (laughs) we're gonna call you on it it's time to put up or shut up okay i'll buy some bubble gums all right so if we had a webcam you could see mary lee furiously flipping through all her little info 
but uh, she appears to be coming up with nothing. So, oh well, gosh. I, I, I brag so much about the newsletter, if that's in the newsletter. This is why it takes me all day. <laughs> this is why I complain. <sighs> okay, all right. Anyway, all right, so let's see. What else do we have in your, in your almanac, Tom? We can finish up the show with your almanac. You, you have, do you have anything at all? Well, I don't know. Let's see what your almanac has uh, for today. I don't have it. I don't yeah. have that because that is simply not made available anymore. Um, well. And, uh, and I keep trying new ways to pull that stuff up and it's uh -huh. just... Well, we do it every single day, so you don't well, have to worry about doing well, good. it. You have have I'm glad you found a source. Have you ever had Mid-City Pizza? No. Isn't that a place you like? Don't you like Mid-City Pizza? I think I do. <laughs> I know. I, it I obviously mean, made a really good no, impression. No, I do. I, know, I think I had that one. <laughs> I Go do. I, I've had it a few times. Uh huh. Um, I've had it by the slice. Mm -hmm. I just came across this picture. It does look very good. Oh, that does look good. That yeah. looks like a good New York style pizza. Yeah. Huh. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna have to try that. It's definitely not yeah. Italian. It's New York. And I like a good New York pizza. As a matter of fact, I think I prefer a good New York pizza to an Italian-style pizza. There's a lot of pizza flying around the city There is a lot days. of pizza. There's like four new pizza pop-ups. Oh, yeah? What are they? Yeah. Oh, they're pop-ups? Well, there's this place, uh, Z's Pizzeria. There's Doughtown. I haven't heard from them in a minute. Uh, that's the Detroit-style place. Um, uh -huh. That's not Z Pizzeria like... The one up in the north, mid-Atlantic. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, this is a pop-up. Okay. Um, there's another one called Nighthawk. They go to Meal Brewery. Oh. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not up to speed on my pop-ups. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really seem like a pop-up kind of person, although I am tomorrow. Well, you're a sucker. Tomorrow, I am a sucker. Tomorrow, if you go across the lake, you should go to Gonzo. If oh, Gonzo's yeah, popping up tomorrow, that'd be a good day for you to do that. All right. I'm going to leave us with words to drink by from Bertie Wooster from the PG Wodehouse series. I had been able to observe that there was a sprightly sportsman behind the counter make, mixing things out of bottles and stirring them up in long glasses that seemed to have ice in them. And the urge came upon me to see more of this man. Hmm. <laughs> you know what? I wonder how many times you and I utter that. Hmm. <laughs> it's too many. I, mean I have it. something else. What's that? Antoine's is doing a culinary encore. Mm. Sunday brunch. So this they're Sunday. Stay open after all. Uh huh. Well, yeah, they're, they are open. Mm -hmm. I know. They still were looking a little... Yeah, but they're there. They're there. Um, Sunday brunch. Yeah, a three-course three course brunch menu for $36. Oh, that's great. Mm -hmm. That's really good. All right, that wraps us up for the day. We have our nomenu.com. If you miss some of the show or you want to tell a friend about it, this is all we do, just babble about food, but it sure is better than what else is out there. So please tell your friends, tune them into the show. You can listen on the Simple Radio app by typing in 990 New Orleans. It's free. You can listen on podcasts by going to No Menu. That's N-O-M-E-N-U dot com. 
and uh, and go to the food show. That's where you'll find the podcast. That is also where you can sign up for the newsletter. But you don't need to do that today because we just heard a yes, lot of <laughs> just heard a lot of what's on there. But we have a I lot have of lots of interesting information on sauces today. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, all right. So we have all kinds of interesting a little cliffhanger stuff. for you. There you go. There you go. Of uh, things that are happening around town, vintage Tom specials and uh, various other kinds of things so uh, that's the New Orleans menu newsletter you can sign up for on nomenu.com also please follow us on Instagram at the New Orleans menu a lot of nice pictures there too if you like food it's just something to keep you entertained you know I have my own podcast Emmy best place for cutting-edge news and talk about southeastern Louisiana is the John Mason Show, every Tuesday and Wednesday at 1 p.m. on WGSO 990 AM, broadcasting live from the heart of New Orleans, Louisiana. ...in the Ukraine. Hunter Biden is the son of Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden. McCarthy told reporters that the big social media companies are guilty of hypocrisy and should lose the special protections the company enjoys. Did big tech censor the world's largest sponsor of terrorism, the supreme leader of Iran? The answer to all three questions is no. If social media companies intend to use the protections provided by Congress for some Americans but not for others, we should remove those special standards altogether. The Dow Jones Industrial Average rebounded in the final hour of trading to erase a 332-point drop from earlier in the day to finish virtually unchanged. The S&P 500 dropped five points on the day, and the Nasdaq was off about 50 points. This is USA Radio News. This report is sponsored by Purina. October is National Domestic Violence Awareness Month. While there are shelters and services to help victims of domestic abuse, only 10% of domestic violence shelters in the U.S. allow pets. That's why the Purple Leash Project was created by Purina and Red Rover. Together, they are providing grants to help domestic abuse shelters become pet-friendly, while initiating renovations and advocating for change. Nicole Forsyth, CEO of Red Rover. Red Rover and Purina share a passion for keeping pets and people together, especially in times of crisis. That's why we are working with shelters across the country to ensure that domestic violence survivors and their pets can escape abuse and heal together. With a goal of making 25% of domestic violence shelters pet-friendly in the U.S. by 2025, we are asking you to help us take the lead for this cause by posting a picture wearing purple along with your pet on October 22nd, Purple Thursday, and using the hashtag PurpleLeashProject. To donate and learn more, visit PurpleLeashProject.com. The coronavirus may have people canceling another event this year, Thanksgiving. That's the warning from Dr. Anthony Fauci. The director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases tells CBS News that people should be very careful when planning holiday get-togethers, especially if family members will be traveling to join. I think people should be very careful and prudent about social gatherings, particularly when members of the family might be at a risk because of their age or their underlying condition. Namely, you may have to bite the bullet and sacrifice that social gathering unless you're pretty certain that the people that you're dealing with are not infected. The largest wildfire in Colorado history is now burning outside of Fort Collins. 
The Cameron Peak Fire has burned more than 158,000 acres in the mountains west of Fort Collins, fueled by high winds over the last several days. Firefighters have the blaze more than half contained, and no injuries or deaths have been reported. This is USA Radio News. The gift of good taste and doing good are as close as your phone and Ralph's on the Park restaurant. Gift cards are the perfect gift, always the right size and always appreciated. Ralph's on the Park gift cards benefit displaced employees as they struggle during this most difficult time. Fine dining and good intentions have never gone together so well. Physical gift cards and e-cards are both available at 504-539-5506 on New Orleans-food.website and the cards are accepted at all six Ralph Brennan restaurants. Hi, this is Kate Delaney from America Tonight. The show kicks on at midnight, and I'm loving the overwhelming support in New Orleans. What a group of fantastic listeners here on WGSO 990 AM. Join me every morning to catch up on what I call the buzz in your backyard and mine. You'll hear some of the most interesting people on the planet from the world of business, politics, sports, and, well, just intriguing people with a story to tell. If you're around, give us a call. Don't worry, I'll spit out the number plenty of times on the air. Let's agree to meet at midnight right here on WGSO 990 AM in New Orleans. The winds have paved the way for a beautiful weekend ahead. Front's on the way. It's going to bring us back some real nice weather Friday into the weekend. Well, breezy tonight, those gusty winds with that front that's coming down. few clouds tonight becoming cloudy to partly cloudy and breezy. Early morning, 60s. Chillier start Saturday morning at 50s. Tomorrow, sunshine to partly cloudy, 75. Same for Saturday. 60s early Sunday. Afternoon sunshine with a high of near 80. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. It's the 28th Cutting Edge Entertainment Law Seminar pertaining to legal issues and more in publishing, trademarks, films, transactional issues, current trends, and hot topics in today's entertainment law will be discussed. Due to COVID-19, this year will be live and an online event. Thursday through Saturday, October 15th through the 17th. Get your online tickets now. Click CuttingEdgeNOLA.com. Cutting Edge Entertainment Law Seminar. Click CuttingEdgeNOLA.com. Welcome to the New Orleans Dine, Wine, and Spirits Show, your daily opportunity to hear what's going on in the world of beverage and dining in New Orleans and around the world. Your host is Tim McNally. Tim welcomes your phone calls and your questions. Call 504-556-9696. Now, here's your host, Tim McNally. Well, all right. How does it get nicer? Wait till tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow is going to be the day after a little front comes through. We are right now below what was projected to be a high temp. It's 83 out there right now in the city of New Orleans. We, they thought we might go to 87. They thought there might be some scattered shower, 